candy you got me for Valentine's Day. God damn it. <laughs> okay. We just watched it. All right. Let's give it a whirl then. Welcome back to Did I Miss Anything? Daylight Saving Edition. <laughs> yeah, we um, lost an hour today. Yeah, I don't like it. My name's Lewis. Lewis is very upset about it. I am very upset about it. I'll have you know that this week there's going to be a significant uptick in emergency room visits and harsher sentences by judges. Yeah, that's scientific fact right there. Wait, why harsher sentences by judges? I don't know. I guess because people are in like a worse mood. Are they cranky? Or, yeah, I guess they're just crankier. Because of one hour? It's a significant amount of time. Are you still eating those? Yeah. It's the candy you got me for Valentine's Day. I mean, Thank you, by the way. You're welcome. I'll stop. No, it's fine. So this is the podcast where Heather and I watch movies and listen to albums and TV shows that we've never experienced before, but are super popular amongst the masses. And <laughs> Why'd you say that like that? What? Is this the kind of day we're having today? Amongst the masses. <laughs> well, they are. Anyway, Heather and I have decided that we're going to do this podcast so that we can experience all this stuff yeah. and figure out whether or not we missed anything by not experiencing these things in the first place. Because the masses love them. Oh, my God. <laughs> On this week's episode, mm-hmm. Rebel Without a Cause, mm-hmm. a movie starring a young James Dean. Yeah, but not that young. And he's playing like a 16-year-old. He looks like he's 30. Yeah. Well, he's 24, though. Yeah. In the movie. Like, he's but, 24 when he made the movie. But he looks 30. Yeah. So. Playing a 16-year-old. Yeah, you know, kind of like what all those teen dramas did in the 90s. They and, still do that. And some of the 2000s. They still do it. Even, like, the ones now, they still look older than they are. All right. Not sure why. I think it, sometimes because it's, like, they have, like, more adult plot lines, so they really can't have oh. children play those, even though they are children. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm not in the... Biz? I'm not in the pictures. In the, in the funnies. <laughs> so, anyway, Rebel Without a Cause. Oh, yeah. James Dean. James Dean, 1955. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They actually, I, I'm just reading this now, they actually got the title uh, for the movie from a book that was written by a psychiatrist. Yeah, because... Psych- psychiatrist's name was Robert Linder. Yeah, this movie's all about, like, teens with, like, issues. I mean, that's yeah. What, that's what it's about. They're all, they're all emotionally confused. Yeah, they're all, no, they're all weird. They're all psychos. They're weird. Yeah, that's what the entire movie's about, so... There's nothing that's too complicated to explain here. So yeah. James Dean plays Jim Stark. <laughs> what a stretch. <laughs> I mean, James to Jim. Yeah. That's a that's it's going to take some getting used to. Is it? So it starts out with him getting arrested for being drunk. Yeah. Um, in just in plain sight. Yeah. In a, in a full suit, by the way. In a full suit. It's the fifties. That's true. They they just like so, yeah, they always wore shirts and ties and yeah. So slacks. He goes to the police station. He's at the police station. Meets this kid John, who they call Plato, and he was brought in, which I did not like, for killing a litter of puppies. Yeah, what the heck was, was he? Messed he, up. He shot puppies. It's, it's messed up. It's messed up. And they just let him go. And then and then also at the police station is Judy. They played, just chalked it up to teenage hijinks. He shot two puppies. It was messed up. Anyway. It's messed up. You don't see it or anything. But. No, they just mentioned it. And he's it. not distraught about it at all. He is a legitimate yeah, psychopath. He's, yeah. 
They also meet Judy at the station, who's played by Miss Natalie Wood. Yes. Who you were kind enough to inform me also died a tragic death in he, real in real life. In real life, yeah. So James, they, actually, all three of those main characters that looked him up all died tragically. James D died in that car wreck. Natalie Natalie Wood uh, drowned. Uh, or drown? I don't know if I said that right. And then the guy who played Plato, he was stabbed in an alley in West Hollywood. All right. Anyway. So so Judy is brought in because she okay. violated her curfew. So all three of them, they're at the police station. Um, they're all mm-hmm. talking to the individual officers, asking them basically, hey. What's up? What's, what's going on here? What's the deal? They're yeah. All, yeah, they're all teenagers. They're all like 16, yeah. 15. So then this is where we find out that they all have problems at home. So Jim feels anguish and he feels like he's betrayed because his parents are always fighting and his father is very passive when it comes to, I guess, standing up to his mother, mm-hmm. Carol. And the issues are also, I guess, amplified because living with them is Jim's grandmother. Yeah, she seems like a bitch. Yeah. And then Judy is convinced that her father doesn't love her anymore because he, he like, doesn't kiss her affectionately like, you know, parents do with their children. And No, she has a weird obsession with her dad. Uh, yeah, like, super, super weird. Yeah. So she dresses up in, like, these, I guess, for the times would be provocative clothing, but really... It's a dress. It, it's, it's, just, dress. it's just, like, a really nice dress. Yeah. And then Plato, uh, his issue is his father abandoned his family when he was younger, and his mother is, like, never home. Yeah, he's, so, like, he's like, a rich, I guess. Yeah, he's, like, a rich, so he has, like, a housekeeper that basically just takes care of him. Yeah. So she those are nice. She was very she nice. She seemed nice. She was very nice. And apparently the only normal one in this entire movie. Yep, 100%. Yep. So those are all of their issues. Now, the next day is Jim's first day at the high school in this town. It's called Dawson High. Jim meets Judy going to school the next morning. He talks to her. He says, hey. They're neighbors, I I'm guess, the, right? Yeah, I guess they're neighbors. So, oh, also, Jim is like the new kid in town. Um, his family moves around a lot, apparently, because he's just... A rebel without a, a cause. He's just a rebel without a cause. Because he's a... Yeah. yeah so he's always... I, I mean, they don't ever say it, but I think we're led to believe that he's always getting into fights with other kids. And, and that's why they just being Just being a ruffian. I guess that's... I yeah. mean, that's what I got from such it. Such a hooligan. Such just... Such a hooligan. So he meets up with Judy, said, hey, how's it going? I'm Jim. What's your deal? Okay. So then Judy seems incredibly unimpressed, shuts Jim's down quick. Oh, yeah. Then she all, seems like a bitch then. She does. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, his car pulls up with like, I don't know, 10 people in it, like way more people than should oh, be yeah, in the car. Oh, yeah, there shouldn't be that many people in there. And we've come to realize that Judy hangs out with like all the assholes at the school. Um, so basically... You know the stereotype, like wearing leather jackets, always like always T-Birds. combing their hair. Yeah, they a, always. Yeah, they always have sw- they have switchblades because that was a thing in the fifties that oh, yeah. nobody apparently thought was weird. And Jim pulls up in the car in his car next to them, and he's like, "Hey, how do I get to the school? Because I'm new and I don't know." And then they're all pointing in different directions, trying to mess with him. Like you, it's this way, it's that way, yeah. it's that way. It's really funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> so then that day in school, they have a field trip to the Griffith Observatory um, in Los Angeles. I guess it's, yeah, they don't they don't ever say it, but this movie takes place in Los Angeles. Yes. So Buzz, who's the lead asshole, <laughs> he he starts to kind of provoke Jim after their trip at the observatory and everybody's leaving. He starts to kind of provoke him and basically he he's trying to get him to fight him. So 
what they do is they each have switchblades. Well, Buzz has a switchblade. It's like a game they play. Yeah. So Buzz has a switchblade, and then one of the other assholes in the group also has a switchblade. And Buzz is all like, hey, give give Jim a switchblade, because this is how we're going to do this. And they essentially just have a knife fight. Yeah, but they like the rules are like obviously like don't kill me. Just yeah, like, like poke don't me. don't stab. Yeah, you can only poke. Basically, you just break the skin. That's it. Yeah, so you bleed a little bit. But... So I don't, I don't really know how you do that in a knife fight. Carefully, I guess. So if, uh, uh, I don't understand the point. Yeah. So at first, Jim doesn't want to take the knife. He's like, no, I don't want trouble. I don't like, want I don't, don't want to touch the knife. I'm not doing this. Eventually, he finally picks up the knife because they corner him. And, and they call him a chicken. And he, they does call him a chi- he does wanna... not like being called a chicken. He does not like being called. Does like, not. Because the last, I think the, I think they say in the beginning, like the reason he was drunk and fighting or something, because the Some guy called, called him, him a chicken. chicken. He doesn't. Yeah, I don't understand. Does not like that at all. Weird. So they get into this knife fight. They like poke each other slightly. Um, yeah. Oh, mostly the one guy pokes James Dean. Yeah. Gets him. So, gets him pretty good. Yeah, and then Jim got him a couple times, but not as uh, much. Yeah. And then you start seeing like the blood show up on their shirts, and then eventually, at some point, Buzz is like tossing his switchblade from one hand to another, and cool. and James Dean knocks it away, and then he wrestles him to the ground, and he's like, "I told you not to mess with me." And he's got like the knife at his throat. And then there's like these two adults watching, and yeah, no one does anything. Well, One's a cop. Or a security no, he's guard. a security guard okay, for, for the Griffith Observatory, yeah. and then the other guy was the guy that was, I guess, presenting to all the kids the for plan- their field the trip. Yeah, but still, they're just watching two teenagers. And, yeah, do nothing uh, about They're teenagers, it. by the way. They do nothing about it. F- fighting each other with knives. Yes. So, so then fifties the were wild, man. Crazy times. <laughs> so then Buzz pulls James Dean aside after the security guard and the, I guess the guy at the griffith the griffith observatory pulls him aside and he says all right we're gonna settle this tonight eight o'clock we're doing a chicky run chicky run we're doing a chicky run that's how we're gonna do this they had weird names too yeah chicky run so the chicky run is happening at a seaside cliff now a chicky run is basically it's not chickens running you think it'd be cute little chicks running around no yeah they're, they're basically playing chicken so they're each they're each in a car and they're essentially racing to the edge of this cliff and whoever jumps out of the car first is a chicken, and that's supposed to mean something. Yeah, chicken like that. Yeah, make, yeah like, that makes you a chicken. Yeah, you don't want to yep, jump. Because you don't, don't want to die. die. <laughs> so, so Jim, everybody gets home from school. Rebels are weird, man. Super people, weird. Like, people like who just want to be mean to be mean are weird. Yeah. So Jim gets home. He's asking his dad advice. He's like, "Hey, if you had to do this thing, but you didn't really want to do it, but it was a matter of." honor uh, it was a matter of honor like what would you do it and his dad doesn't really answer him he's like oh you can't expect to make a rash decision so quickly and all this and to be fair his dad's right i mean yeah or really he should just be like who cares about your aunt like why who cares about your honor yeah why do you want to drive off a cliff yeah what's wrong with you like that's so weird and his dad just basically tells him you know what just like avoid confrontation like don't Good worry call, about it oh man but mr james dean by the way his dad is played by the guy, the actor who plays Mr. Howell on Gilligan's Island. I just thought that was Jim fun. Backus. Yeah, I thought that was fun. That's his name. Yeah, and Mr. Howell's the rich, the rich guy on Gilligan's Island. If you know what that is. There you go. Yeah. And so Jim sneaks out, goes goes to do the chicky run. The chicken. <laughs> That's a fun name. Because he is not a chicken. Yeah, I'm just imagining little little baby chicks running around. How They're- cute. They get to the cars. So the cars that they're using apparently are stolen cars. 
Well, yeah, you don't want to. Because you don't want it. You can't drive your car. No, off the your cliff. car's That's gonna go ridiculous. off a cliff. Ridiculous. Because either way, if you when you jump out, the car's going off the cliff yeah. with you or in it or not. That's true. So Buzz is there. Everybody's there waiting on Jim. Oh, everyone's there. Like everyone is there. Yeah, Judy's there because she's like dating that guy Buzz. Yeah. Right. His name is Buzz. 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 And dumb names. What dumb names? Plato gets there. Everybody's there. They never say why they call him Plato, do they? No. Well, in the when they were in the police station, his housekeeper was there to pick him up, and she mentions like Plato the philosopher, but that was really it. They never. Um, I don't. I, I don't know how he became Plato though. I was just curious. Anyway, Not important, I guess. He so Buzz is there. He meets up with uh, with Jim. They show him the cars that they're going to be riding in, and he's telling him, "Oh yeah, you know, check out the doors. Like, make sure it's all good. I'm not trying to like get you." And so, you know, James Dean's like opening the doors, make sure that they open. And he says, oh, why don't you get in and, you know, test jumping out? And and Jim's like, yeah, it's, it's a good idea. So he does it. Everything's fine. Yeah, he told them that, like, he did, used to do chicky runs all the time. Yeah, all the time. Other town. All the time. He didn't know. He didn't even know what it was. And they go, they set up for this chicky run. All the cars. <laughs> you keep saying chicky runs. <laughs> well, that's what it is. I know. It's just funny. All the cars that everybody drove to the chicky run, they basically line them up in parallel to light up the the area where they're going to be driving down towards the edge of the cliff. Yeah. The lights, you know, they're shining all the headlights down. And Judy is the one that's, she stands in between the cars and she's basically telling them when to go. Yeah. She's and, basically being a flag, a checkered flag. Yeah, that essentially. Or not a checkered flag, the other flag. The flag that they use to start. To start. It. She's starting yeah. a race. Yeah, she's starting a race, yeah. So they start the race. They start driving down. Everything's going smoothly without a hitch. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, Buzz's sleeve gets caught in the handle of the door on the inside of the car. So, so he can't wear those leather jackets. So he, it's got those buckles right, on right. the arm that's right. there. So he can't get out. Yeah. So James Dean gets out just before the edge. Buzz goes off. Buzz dies. Car um, explodes. We're assuming. There's a whole thing. I mean, he doesn't show up for the rest of the movie. Yeah, we're and assuming. And everybody else is like, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. They never did turn up a body, though. Yeah, this all takes place in one night, by the way. Yeah, this all happens in one day. Yeah. Crazy. And he dies. Everybody's like, oh my God, what's happening? So, of course, everyone disperses because, you know, a murder just happened. I mean, it wasn't technically a murder. A death just happened. A death happened. No one really killed him, so I don't think they would have gotten in trouble. They all want to, like, hide it, but, like, I don't think anyone would have gotten in trouble. Yeah, I mean, nobody forced Buzz to get in the car. Yeah. Nobody... Nobody like got his sleeve and stuck. The, and the previous night, Plato killed two puppies. Yeah, and he didn't get in trouble at nothing. all. He just went to school the next day. Like nothing. nothing happened. Nothing. So I don't think anyone's gonna get in trouble for. I mean, yeah. it's tragic. He like it's sad that he's dead. But you know like, what? Not really. Buzz was an asshole. I mean, he seemed to right towards the like. Remember when they were right before they were gonna do the the chicky run? Buzz was like, "Yeah, you Jim, I, I kind of like you. Like I think he's just you know a misunderstood teen. Like every again, else they're in this teenagers." Movie. They're, they're teenagers. So cops are approaching. Even they look 35. They're yeah. teenagers. Everyone scattered. Well, Plato looked like he was his age. Yeah, he looked young. So everybody scattered. Hollywood, too. She was actually 16 when this was made. There you go. So she was actually playing her own age. Cops showed up. You know, everybody gets home. Mm -hmm. Jim's talking to his parents. Tells them what happened. Like, hey, we did this thing. Kid died. I was there. I want to go to the cops. I want yeah, to tell them what like happened. Yeah, but he's like so dramatic about it. Super it's dramatic. So emo. So emo he really is and he's, he's asking just like crying all the time and his face is always like squinched up yeah like he's like he's like he's like, like, he's like male 
dad, God, t- like I need your help, dad. Like his face, like he's I like, don't. He's just so whiny. Male Renee Zell- Zellweger. Yes. Just like squinty eyes the entire time. Yeah. The whole whole thing. It's like he's like attractive, but like so unattractive at the same time. You know what I mean? Because he's just such a baby. Anyway, go ahead. I mean, men can be emotional, but like, I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, so he's at home with his parents, pleading them to. To come clean, to let him come clean to the cops because he wants to do the right thing because he hasn't done the right thing before. And then his mom's like, oh, "I guess we're moving again." And then, <laughs> and then Jim's like, "No, you can't always do that. You're always, you're always blaming your issues on either me or dad or the neighborhood. So this time we're not moving. We're staying yeah. here, and this is gonna happen. And I'm gonna talk to the cops, yeah. and you can't stop and me." It's like, "Dad, stand up for me." Yeah, yeah. And then, dad's like sitting there with his hands. His yeah, head in and his, his hands, dad won't say anything. Wearing an apron, by the way. Wearing an apron. His dad won't say anything, and then all of a sudden he grabs his dad, throws him into his chair, and then he tries to choke him out. Then, man. Yeah, and then he knocks the chair over, and he's like holding his dad by the throat. And his mom's like, "What are you doing, trying to kill your father?" And his mom like pulls him off, and then uh, he storms out. And then James Dean just storms out. Yeah. Jim. Jim. Jim Dean. Jim Dean storms out. <laughs> Jim Dean. That's the guy who makes the sausage. Jimmy Dean sausage. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you think they're related? No. Okay. I so don't. anyway. He gets to the pol- he goes to the police station. Uh, some of the guys that were at the Chicky Run, they're leaving the police station. So Jim starts thinking, "Oh, they beat me to the punch." Turns out they didn't. They were just brought in, I think, For by questioning, yeah, yeah. They were just brought in by cops. Or to tell, I guess, to tell them that their friend died. And, or that they didn't get in trouble. Their parents were yeah. They, they their just dads like walked were out. with them, and their dads were like being like, "Guys, come on!" Like yeah, you know. So Jim goes in there. He's looking for a cop that. He talked to the first night that he, when we first met Jim in the, or when Jim first went to the police station at the beginning of the movie, his name was Ray. And he liked Ray because Ray told him, hey, man, whenever you have any issues, you can come talk to me day or night. Yeah, he it's seemed all good. Right. He yeah. seemed like a pretty decent cop. He seemed like a cop who cares. He did. Yeah, he did. And then. This is the, oh, yeah, this is the juvenile division. Yeah, which the, I don't think is a thing. I don't think. It didn't say Los Angeles police department, right? Didn't it just say police department? No, I think it department? just said police department, juvenile division, yeah, or weird. something like that. Yeah. Something very generic. So yeah, he's looking is for. A ju- is there a juvenile division? I don't think so. Is that just like juvie. I think it's all. No, oh. uh, that well, that's like where you go if you're underage. Instead of going to jail, you go to ju- juvenile hall. Juvenile detention. Or juvenile detention. Juvenile you don't. You don't go to hall. prison. Yeah. No, I know that. But. So, he's asking for Ray. The cops behind the counter. He's like, no, he's out on a call. He's gonna be out all night. Come back tomorrow. And, Jim says, no, it's super important. So the cop's like, no, leave. So then... <laughs> He's like, I'm he just, busy. Don't you say I'm busy writing something? Yeah. He's just writing something down. So then he just goes... There's a phone at the police station. He goes, he calls Judy. or Well, he calls Judy's house. And Judy's father picks up. And Judy's father just goes, who's this? Jim, I don't know you. And hangs up. <laughs> like, kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know he you. He just hangs up. And Judy overhears this because she her, her room is across the hall from her parents' room. And so she hears, he, she hears her father say, Jim... And she just goes outside the house and I guess waits for him. Yeah, it's weird. Which is weird. So then, of course, Jim yeah, shows up. Weird. Jim Jim shows up. Judy's waiting for him, and they they start talking and they're both like, "I'm never going back home." And they're like, "Okay, well then, where are we gonna go?" So again, so dramatic. So then again, they this just, all happens in one night. They literally met twenty four hours yeah, ago. All of this happens in one day. Yeah. So they go to this old deserted mansion that Plato points out to Jim. Earlier in the movie, when they're at the Griffith Observatory for their field trip, it's like an abandoned mansion. Yeah, it's like an abandoned mansion that on the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, that Plato, no big deal. Yeah. That Plato always goes to because you know he's got abandonment issues. Yeah. So 
they go there. Meanwhile, Plato is trying to get to Jim because those three guys that were at the police station think that Jim sold them out about Buzz dying in the Chicky Run. So they're looking for Jim because they're thinking that he ratted them out. Narc. Yeah, narc. He's not. But he's not because he didn't. He was just going to sell him. He was just going to say that he was involved. Yeah, that was it. So, so Plato's trying to find Jim because he's trying to get to him before those three other guys do. And those three guys run into Plato who's on his way home and they take him – he drives a moped, Plato does. He sure does. So they, they see him coming home. They like wrestle him off the, off the moped and they're trying to get him to tell him where Jim lives because they don't know where Jim lives. So they're, they wrestle him to the ground. They're like, where's Jim? And he won't talk. They get his address book because it's the 50s and – you just carry you just carry and, address books with well, you. Well, I mean, if you don't have you don't have an iPhone, you don't have a phone in your pocket. That's true. Or so, how else are you gonna know where people live and how to get there? Maps. I guess. But with circles, I don't know. Or you try to use a map? No. Yeah, I think I'm not. Map. I'm not of that era. I know how to use a map. Good for you. Thank you. So, Jim or uh, Plato gets his address book taken. They find Jim's address in the um, in the address book, and they go to his house. They hang a chicken upside down from his front door. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't understand. Why are that. teenagers doing these things? So, and also, really, I know it was the fifties. They used a real chicken. It's still messed up. Oh, I that agree. Yeah, messed they up. Couldn't get like a fake chicken. That, I'm sure they could have gotten some sort of fake chicken from props. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't that unsophisticated. So anyway, they're knocking at the door. Jim's mom hears the hears the thumping at the door, and tells Jim's father to go check it out because she thinks it's Jim or something like that. And Jim's father's like, no, I heard his car pull up. He's already home. So he goes down there and opens the door, sees the chicken hanging upside down. And he's all like, who's who's there? Who's here? That's right, because he hates being called a chicken. Yeah. That's right. That makes sense. Yeah. So the three... still not cool. No. So the three guys are out there. They're like, we want to talk to Jim. (laughs) And his dad's like, I don't know where Jim is. So then, meanwhile, Plato shows up, and he comes around the back of their house, and Jim's father, uh, has, Jim's father goes back in the house at this point because the other three, the other three guys that were there looking for Jim, they end up leaving because they're not getting Jim, and Jim's father runs into Plato. Plato's like, "Hey, do you know where Jim is?" And Jim's father's like, "No, do you know where Jim is?" And Does anyone know where Jim yeah, is? Yeah, and and he and he says no, and then he just takes off. He's like, "Oh, sorry for bothering you," and he just leaves. And his father's just like there in his backyard. I, f- I feel like more should have been done about where Jim is. Well, um, I think because well, I th- Plato like gets that like weird face like when you like figure something out like an epiphany. He's like, uh, oh, I know where he is. Yeah, I don't know how he figured it out like from that uh, interaction, but he figured out that he was at the the mansion. Yeah, that uh, he pointed out earlier. So he takes off, goes to the mansion. Sure enough, there's Jim's car. Oh sure, yeah. And Judy and we see them walking in. They bust the glass to get to get it to get the door open. They go in. Plato shows up just as uh, Jim and Judy are walking up the stairs. This abandoned mansion in the Hollywood Hills, which I also don't understand because I feel like that wouldn't happen. No, and so. and Plato's like, "Hey, let me in." And Jim's like, "All right." So they're all in there. They're having a grand old time, just like running around this mansion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, which I. Still don't know how they figured out, but those three guys that were looking for Jim and went to his house end up at this abandoned mansion. Yeah. I don't know yeah, how they know that they were there. Yeah, but when while they're, like, just playing around in the house, the three, three uh, like, uh, Judy and uh, Jim and Plato, 
Plato like pretends that like Judy and Jim are like his parents. Yeah. It's really weird. And but they're Super like weird. but they're the same age. Like it's yeah. not like it's like he just like He's, like, pretending that they're his parents. I mean, again, he has abandonment issues, but, like, again, it's super weird. Super weird. And then all of a sudden, Judy and Jim are alone together, and Judy's, like, talking to Jim about how he, how much she loves, is in love with yeah, him. Yeah, that was And, weird. like, I'll never love anyone else more than you. You met 24 hours ago. Yeah, and she was mean to him. It, she, she wasn't didn't even, even like him. Didn't even didn't like him. Didn't even like him. All of, a sudden, all of a sudden, they're in love now. Her boyfriend, you know, flew of, off a cliff in a car and a chicken. A lot of plot run. holes in this movie. It's not. It's just, it's too much. It's just, it's a lot. Teenagers are weird, So man. they're in this outside area, kind of like a gazebo, I guess. Yeah. And Judy hums Plato to sleep. Freaky. Again, weird. Freaky. Her and Jim are kind of spooning on a bench, I think it was. Something like that, I don't know. And then Jim and Judy decide, hey, let's go check out the rest of this house because we haven't seen it, and yeah. it's a mansion. And even though and, I, I'm in love with you. Yeah, I'm just so and then, in love with you. And then Plato just stays sleeping on the floor of this gazebo. Mm-hmm. So they go in the house. Those three guys show up at at the mansion. They find Plato asleep in that gazebo, and they oh, all Plato have chains. Plato has a gun, by the and way. And Plato has a gun. Well, you, you see earlier that he like leaves the house with a gun, and I'm pretty sure... When he was looking for Jim. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the, the housekeeper or the nanny or whatever she is... Knows he has a gun, right? He, she's like, "Don't take the well, gun." Well, yeah, because they you. were at the they were at the police station when he uh, when he was accused of uh, shooting that litter of puppies. Yeah, but didn't she like see him leave with the gun? Yeah, and she's like, "Don't take it with you." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's what I'm saying. So yeah, so she's aware. Yeah, and they show up. So they all they're all holding. They have chains. I guess they're gonna beat him with chains. Uh, I, I, I don't I don't know. It's fifties, man. That's what they do. Chains and knives. That's it's a lot. So. They see him, he wakes up, freaks out, of course, because he wakes up to these three assholes with chains over him, and he kind of, he, he pushes one towards the other two, which knock the other two out, and kind of lets him run out of the gazebo and into the yard. Cause they Classic have like, move. Yeah, they have like a pool area. Yeah. And so they're chasing him. He goes into the pool. Oh, I, I don't know why he goes in there. I don't it's know. A, the pool's, I mean, it's an empty pool. It's not going to go it's anywhere. It's an empty in-ground pool, but like, why would you run into the pool? Yeah. Where, like... You're trapped now. Yeah. So these guys slowly but surely get That's like what in like horror movies when like they run up the stairs to the top yeah. floor. No, you it's don't like do where that. are where you gonna, gonna go? Where do you go from there? You have to jump then everyone ends up jumping off yeah. the roof. Yeah. And it's like you're gonna hurt your ankles at least. That's right. Alright, anyway. So he manages to get out of the pool and he's running around the house and all he runs into the house, goes under a piece of furniture and he's got he grabs his coat and in his coat is his gun so he pulls out his gun the other three dudes come into the house looking for him but the house because it's abandoned completely pitch black so they can't see where he is so they decide to split up so one dude starts going upstairs one dude goes into like another room another guy goes into another room yeah that's what splitting up is yeah that's what splitting up is so plato starts to come out from the furniture real quiet like because i guess he's going to make his move and like get out of the house all of a sudden he goes into or he knocks at the door of the room where Judy and Jim decided they were going to lay down for a bit. This is where Judy was telling Jim that she loves him and she's never going to love anybody else. So emo. And he's he's knocking on the door and he's saying help me. But he's whispering it because he doesn't want to draw the attention of those three guys that are looking for him. So he's like, help me. Help me. It's terrifying. Then the guy that walked up the stairs walks back down because he hears it. Pluto, because, you know. Pluto. Oh, I said Pluto. <laughs> I said Pluto. It's not even a planet anymore. Plato, 
I know, right? Mm-hmm. Plato sees him and because, you know, he's got some psychological issues, we assume. Oh, we I think we know at All this right, point. That's we fair. pretty much know. Um just shoots him. He so, shot two puppies. I can't so, reiterate that enough. No. So he sh- um he shoots that guy. That guy's dead now. Other two guys still walking around. At this point, Jim opens the door. He takes a shot at Jim, misses, and Jim's like, "Dude, what are you doing? It's me. It's James Dean. It's it's, it's me. me." And he wrestles him to the ground. Then he I think the other two guys end up leaving. Oh, right, the cops show up. Yeah, so they run out, right? Right, the cops show up. They run out and then Plato runs out cuz he has a gun and he yeah. shot a guy. Yeah. So they all they all run out. Plato the, so they run down because it's the Hollywood Hills. There's like a hill. They yep. <laughs> they basically just he climbs down, and the cops see him running, and they're like, "Hey, stop!" And Plato doesn't because he knows better. Yeah, he just shot a guy. Yeah, he just keeps running. So there are two cops. One cop goes chasing after Plato. The other cop goes to check out the house. At this point, nobody's in the house. Everybody left. So now we're just following Plato and. Uh, and Jim and Judy, who are all following Plato. Plato's following that one guy that, that that's running away. And they get to they get to the point where the cop catches up to Plato. And and at this point, they're at the Griffith Observatory because again, this mansion's by the Griffith Observatory. So Plato's like, ah, oh, I got it. This cop's after me. I gotta hide now. So he goes into the observatory. Cop sees him do that. And calls for backup, tells him, hey, we got a kid with a gun that just ran into the observatory, you know, send backup. Meanwhile, this, uh, I guess, announcement goes over the the police speaker... Scanner? Scanner. Uh, that's what I wanted to say. The radio? The radio. Police radio? And they cut to Jim's parents in the car with Ray, the officer oh, yeah, that... Why, why was he... In, why were they in there? I'm assuming they went to the police station to to make a missing report about their kid because yeah. everybody because they showed everybody else so they showed earlier in the movie they showed plato's housekeeper calling the cops oh that's right I, they yeah, showed yeah, yeah. they showed judy's parents calling the cops and then i'm assuming jim's parents actually went to the police station. yeah it was like a montage with like weird music in the background yeah and so they're in the car with ray and ray's like oh you guys are gonna have to come with me we got to go to the observatory some crazy kids got a gun in there probably your son probably we don't know but he's a rebel without any cause it's looking like it so they get to the observatory as do jim and judy they sneak into the observatory while all the cops are kind of getting there yeah because they want to save plato yeah because they want to because they because jim realizes like okay plato has some issues we he just needs help goes in there they find Plato. He's in the observe in the room in the observatory where they had the field trip earlier that day, and yeah, it's been a day. Yeah, this is one day. This is one day. All of this is one day, and they, well, not they. Jim goes in there. He, he talks Plato out. He basically says, "Hey, why don't you give me that gun? I'll give you the jacket." He's wearing a red jacket. That's that red jacket, like that famous, like, James Dean look. Yeah, that James, yep, the red jacket and a t-shirt. Yeah, well, yeah, it just is, though. And he he gets the gun from Plato. He takes the bullets out of the gun, gives him the gun back. They walk to the front of the observatory, and they get there, and Plato's like, no, it's too bright, I can't go out there, because all the cops have their cars pointed at the observatory with their lights on. So Jim's like, all right, that's fine, I'll, I'll get him to turn the lights down. So he goes to the door. He's like, hey, turn the lights down. We'll come out, but you got to turn the lights down. And they're like, like the lights. Yeah, so. I don't so, know why. They don't explain why. Don't so, so the cops are like, okay, 
we'll totally do that. So they turn the lights down. They start coming out. And Plato's like, wait, who are all these people? You told me my friends were here waiting for me. And they and then Jim's like, no, it's okay. Like everybody, you know, everybody's here. They just want to help. It's fine. It's fine. Then they start turning the lights back on. Jim's like, no, don't do that. Plato takes his gun with no bullets, aims it at the cops. Cops shoot him. And James, uh, James Dean is like, what are you doing? I have the bullets. You guys suck. Well, how are they supposed to know That's that? That's true, right? Like, you don't know. Yeah. And so they shoot Plato, and then... I mean, they shouldn't have shot him, but... Right. Then he falls to the ground because, you know, he's dead now. Mm-hmm. And Jim goes over to him crying. James yeah, Dean, by the way, ugly crier. Oh, so ugly. And... He's he's basically just saying, why would you do that? Like, what? And his father goes over to comfort him, and then he he tells he tells James Dean like, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be stronger for you now, and seemingly I guess we're led to believe that James Dean makes up with his parents. I guess, yeah. He introduces Judy to them. He's like, hey, this is my friend Judy. We had a hell of a day. Yeah. I... And then the movie just ends. Yeah. And then they just drive away from the Griffith Observatory. The one guy that was uh, teaching their class on the field trip, he's just walking into work as if nothing happened, briefcase in hand. Yeah, how is he? Well, he doesn't know what happened I get, there. Yeah, he, he doesn't know. He just, yeah, just a bunch of cops leaving the observatory, and he doesn't stop to ask, like, hey, I work here. What's the deal? Just walks into work. That's the end of the movie. That is Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah, just about, like, sad teenagers. Like, that's yeah, really what it's that's, about. that's all but, it like, is. With weird, but, like, just crazy problems, like... I don't know, like, the way that the Judy just, like, was obsessed with her dad. Like, I get, like, wanting your dad's affection and, like, attention and, like, wanting him to be proud of you. Yeah. But, like, that was weird. The way she, like, she was in in love with her dad, but, like, not in, like, a normal way. Yeah, there was something else going on like, there. Like, she kissed him on the lips and he was like, what are you doing, yeah. you weirdo? Yeah. Like, you can get, but, like, it's just in an aggressively weird way. I don't know. It was weird. I it was like nuts. It. I didn't like it. So, needless to say... Yeah. And again, Plato killed puppies. He shot puppies. Yeah, that's messed up. And they up. didn't put him in, like, a psychiatric ward right away. Like, what? I, that's I don't know. The, That's, like, the first uh, sign know. of a serial killer. I don't know. So, needless to say, I and did James not miss was just, anything with this movie. I agree. I think... Nothing at all. I, I guess I get why... It was popular in the fifties. Like, would you mind explaining it to me? I'm gonna assume. I mean, the, I mean, I guess the acting was good in the fifties, but for I don't. That time, I don't think the yeah, acting even the was acting good. was terrible. I don't think the acting was good at all. To be honest, they were all nominated for stuff. I'm pretty sure not, uh, Natalie Wood was nominated. I think James Dean was nominated, even even though he he actually James Dean actually died before the movie was released. He died yeah. in September of 55 and the movie came out in October of 55. In all honesty, they were not nominated for as much as you think. Oh, they were? They were so, nominated for a lot of things. Natalie Wood was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. She didn't win though, right? At the Academy Awards yeah. for that year. Uh, Sal Mineo, who was the guy that played Plato, he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor and Nicholas Ray was nominated for Best Motion Picture Story. Oh, that's it? Was not nominated for Best Picture? Uh, no. Oh, it was not. my bad. All right, I thought it was. I James just... Dean was nominated for Best Foreign Actor at the British Academy Film Awards. Oh, but he was nominated that year for something, I think. I think he was in another movie. I don't know. Rebel Without a Cause did, however, win a National, Frim- at the National Film Preservation Board in the, nas- the National Film Registry. Um, cool. It was, in- it was inducted 
it's also it also is in the Hall of Fame for motion pictures for the Online Film and Television Association. I don't I don't think it's that good. Like, and, I don't think it's yeah and groundbreaking that, in any way. I don't know. Maybe it's the first time that like a movie like brought attention to like real problems with teenagers. I guess and like their and their the their way their parents you know parent them and stuff. I, I don't know. But it was I don't know. I just thought it was weird and not that great. And. Round- like I, didn't ha- I don't have to see this movie again ever. I never need to see this movie again. Rounding it out, Natalie Wood did win Golden Globe for Most Promising Newcomer Female. Oh, good for her. I mean, she wasn't really a newcomer, though. I mean, I guess maybe as an adult. Well, but, she yeah. wasn't really an adult. Because she was, she was the little girl in Miracle on 34th Street. In the oh, original. she's a little girl in that movie? Yeah, she was eight. Oh, look at that. Because, the, yeah, that came out, yeah, it came out eight years earlier. She was eight when that came out, and then 16 when, in this um, one. So, yeah, so this movie, I mean... Always talked about in pop culture. I don't know why. So uh, I think if this movie was m- remade now, like almost exactly the same, like with the same plot lines and stuff, I think it'd be so much better. I mean, the writing would be better. That's, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that was the other thing in the movie. So I forgot to mention this. When they're at the Chicky Run, Plato is there. He's standing next to Judy. Nothing in his hands. They cut to like James Dean and Buzz talking about something. They cut back to him. He's got a burger. Oh yeah, where did he get that? I don't know where from? he got a burger. And it was like. It was like wrapped up. Yeah, it was like it was a, burger, a, whole from a thing. burger joint. Like it was, I don't know, I don't know where that came from. Yeah, and then 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 he just throws it on the ground like like nothing. He takes like, a bite and just tosses it. Yeah, like you such a waste pay, of food. Like you just didn't pay all that money for that burger, and you're ruining the planet. Yeah, so they didn't care about that stuff. I mean, in pop culture, it doesn't get much bigger than Rebel Without a Cause. Famous line from American Pie, the song by Don McLean, when the jester sang for the king and queen in a coat borrowed from James Dean. That's the coat. That was that would be that the coat that he's coat. referencing. Yeah. A few weeks ago, we watched La La Land. Oh yeah, from 2016. Uh, the main characters in that movie they go to the theater to watch Rebel Without a Cause. And isn't that what's his face's like favorite movie or something like that? Uh, Ryan Gosling's favorite movie or something like that? Is that why they? I don't know see if it, it? I, no, because I think um, Emma Stone mentions something about Rebel Without a Cause, and then Ryan Gosling talks to her about it, and she's like, "Oh, I've actually never seen it." Oh yeah, it's and like that. then they go see it because it's playing at one of the theaters. Yeah. But so doesn't get much bigger than that. Wait, so are there any like famous lines from this movie? I don't, I didn't hear any. Um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I think it was just probably popular because it was like James Dean's last movie, and like he was like supposed to be like this big upcoming actor. I mean, he was only twenty four when he died, so like maybe that's why it was like. I don't get it. Sad, but But, uh, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, definitely didn't miss anything. No, I I don't get this movie Um, at all. Yeah. A young Dennis Hopper's in it. Oh yeah, so he plays keep, plays a character named Goon. Keep your eye out for that. He's cause... one of the um, the assholes in the group. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. I mean, I'll give it a watch that. if you're so inclined. Yeah, like, I mean, again, it, it's apparently an important piece of, you know, film history for some reason. So I mean, if you're if you think you need you have to see it, you should see it. But I just I don't get it. I just I don't, don't think it's that good. But again, I don't know, maybe the standards were, were lower in the 50s. And like, I mean, there wasn't as many films being made. No. I'm assuming. I guess not. You know, Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah, I just, and I don't even think he was that rebellious, to be honest. He, I he mean, wasn't. He was just. He was just, an, he was just sad. If you were to make that movie today, he would basically be the kid that like starts a band in school and sings about, I don't know. What, he just sings about his how his parents he just sings how, about like teen his, angst yeah how his parents uh, you know that's are terrible yeah how he hates his parents and yeah society doesn't get him yeah oh so he's you misunderstood. know what great song so okay boxcar racer 
is basically that movie, uh, that movie, that song that did I Feel So, I Feel So Mad, oh, I yeah. Feel So Angry. Oh, that's Boxcar Racer? Yeah. I thought that was a Blink-182 song. No. So if that movie was made today, it would basically be James Dean starting a band and writing that song. Yeah. I highly, you know what, instead of watching this movie, go listen to Boxcar Racer's I Feel So you'll get this entire it's a two-hour movie you'll get it in like i don't know that's like a two and a half minute long song yeah just do that okay that's basically what this movie is i don't know it was so just do that yeah i don't i couldn't even pick who i think the best actor in the movie was the guy the guy who played play-doh i think he had i think he was the best actor in that movie the rest of them were bad everyone else was just bad over dramatic like way over the way over dramatic way over the top like overacting like to the max yeah so that's Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah. Be sure to check us out on Twitter. Yeah. At Did I Miss Pod. We've had a, we've had a bad run. We have ba- not had a good run. We have had a bad run of movies. Like the last, yeah. like what, four four movies were not great Um. to us anyway. Yeah, no. I think the last one that was all right that we did was what, Booksmart? Oh, yeah. Booksmart was good. Booksmart was all right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We have not. Yeah. So be sure on Twitter. Send us some suggestions. Yeah, maybe some like actually good movies. We've had some duds. Yeah, we're not good at picking them. N- apparently not. No. no. So at did I miss pod? Yeah. Be sure to leave us some ratings and reviews wherever you get your podcasts yeah. from. Subscribe and subscribe. That'll help us out. Yeah. Tell your friends. Yeah, all your friends. All of them. Even your emo friends. Even your emo friends. Even the ones that don't that hate their parents. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? That like maybe uh, they like podcasts. Yeah. They can talk to us. Or listen. Or listen, you know, whatever. So that's Rebel Without a Cause. Pretend to talk to us while we're talking. Yeah, that's fine. Conversation. Yeah. Dialogue. So we'll see you next week. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have a better experience with whatever we do for next week's show. Heather, what are we doing next week? I don't... Yeah, I got some stuff. Okay, cool. That sounded super reassuring. Yeah, we got got something in the... We got some coals in the fire, as they say. All right. So until next week... Yep. We'll see you then, I guess. (laughs) We're not going to see anybody. We'll talk then. This is an audio medium. I know, but I just... It's an auditory medium. We haven't had... We haven't had good luck with the stuff we've been watching. I know, it's... really... Oh, the big short. We like the big short. Yeah. That wasn't that long ago. That wasn't that long ago. That was Um, was pretty good. That was all right. Maybe we should get something that's a little newer. I think it's the older ones that were really not... They don't hold up. They don't. And, um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Casablanca didn't hold. Yeah, Casablanca wasn't great either. No, it did not hold up. And Annie Hall. Annie weird. Hall was terrible. Yeah. Uh, that movie was terrible. But anyway, even La La Land. La La Land was new, and I didn't like that. No. So check us out on Twitter at Did I Miss Pod. Leave us comments, reviews, suggestions. Yeah. And be sure to subscribe. Okay. And we'll talk next week. We have places to be. Let's go. Bye. Bye.